Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. the Funky Farm Girl podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. And this is episode 37, Garden Planning for 2021. We are getting ready to kick off another growing season. And I want to make sure that you have all the things you need to have a successful garden this year. But before we start that, I have a request and an update on our homestead. First, the request. I have made it a goal of mine in 2021 to have 500 reviews of the podcast on my various podcast listening platforms. So if you would be so kind, please click the button that says leave a review and give me a five-star rating and even just a couple words about what the Funky Farm Girl has meant to you and how much you enjoy it. And then if you could please share it with your friends, that would be awesome. The more reviews that I have on the different podcast platforms, the more eyes I get in front of. And the more eyes I get in front of, the more ears I can get into. So any reviews I get are wonderful at helping me to grow this podcast. So thank you so much for helping me to do that by leaving your own review. Now for an update on the homestead. This week, what's happening on our homestead is that we are gearing up for Michael's surgery. Uh, If you recall, he was supposed to have carpal tunnel surgery back in December, and it was postponed. And so his new surgery date is coming up next week, um, and he will be out of work for about a week. So we are trying to button up things at home that need to be taken care of before his time off so that we can focus on time together as a family and enjoy him while he's home and not be so bogged down in all the day-to-day things. So I'm trying to do things like pre-cooked meals and things like that to be ready for that time. I'm also still cleaning and organizing and finally putting some stuff on the walls. So be sure to check out my Instagram because I'll be sharing all of that there. We put together a new bookcase this weekend. So I'm styling that and working on the gallery V-Wall and also on some different art and things in our living room. And last but not least... I've had all the yearly checkups this week and last week. Um, My annual physical and all those types of things that go with that. Knocking them all out first first part of the year so that I am done for the rest of the year with doctor's visits for well checks. So if you have not done so, I highly encourage you to go ahead and schedule those well checks. Get your physicals done and make yourself a priority, take care of yourself so that you are equipped to take care of others. So 
We are going to be talking about garden planning for 2021 growing season this week on the podcast. And I want to remind you, first of all, that way, way back at the beginning, way back when the Funky Farm Girl was still swim upstream, we had an episode, episode six, which was Garden Basics, Four Things to Know So You Can Grow Food. And in that episode, I talked a lot about the basics that you need to think through when you are starting a garden and that episode is super super helpful i'm going to expand on some of that today and then talk about a few new things but i highly recommend that you go back to episode six and listen to it and take some notes there as well as listening to this episode so that you are fully and totally prepared to put that garden in this spring so where do we start As with all the topics, we start with asking why. Why are we planning? What is the point of taking the time? Why don't we just go to the store and grab what what, um, catches our eye and just put it in the ground and hope for the best? Why not just do that? Well, as they say, those who fail to plan, plan to fail. And so when you take some time to plan, you have a greater chance of success. And there are things that we can do at the very beginning that can ensure that we're going to have a better outcome than if we're just flying by the seat of our pants. So as much as I'm a fly by the seat of your pants kind of girl, when it comes to the garden, I really do like to plan ahead. Plus, the hope of the garden and the beauty that's coming and the harvest that we will have can get us through these dreary winter months when, especially in my part of the country, all it does is rain and get cold muddy and gross so uh, let's start thinking and dreaming about what's coming this spring and start taking some steps to get ready for that shall we okay so the first thing that we want to do is we want to ask ourselves some questions to help you determine your garden goals okay so if you go back to last week's episode for from the homestead planning goals for 2021 what did you answer to some of those questions that that may give you an idea of what your goals are for your garden this year is your garden um just a source of enjoyment and mental health is it something that you're trying to become self-sustainable in providing all the food that your family is going to eat all the fresh food that they will eat for the year what is your goal? Are you hoping to produce enough food to be able to sell it at a, at a farmer's market or to donate to a food pantry? All of those are great goals. You need to know what yours is so that you know how to plan the garden because that, that's your starting point. That's your foundation. So once you know what your goals are, um, then there's a couple questions that we need to answer so that we are better able to reach those goals and make sure that we're going to be successful in our work in the garden. So first thing, what zone am I in and when is my last frost date? For me, I'm in zone 7B, which is a very large zone and it's really kind of all over the place. Um, But here in North Carolina, I'm in zone 7B and my last frost date is somewhere around April the 24th but really right around the first part of April it's going to really start teasing us with some warm weather spouts here and there Um, but still a chance of frost all the way up until 
around the end of April. So that gives me a growing season of 177 days. So you need to understand what zone you're in and you can do that by googling what zone is whatever your zip code is um, and it will tell you what growing zone you are and it can also tell you what your last frost date is and what your first frost date will be in the fall and the length of your growing season and those are all super important things to know when you're looking to figure out when to plant different things and whether or not your season is long enough to grow certain things so find out your zone and find out your last frost date so you know when you're ready to rock and roll so after that you need to decide am i doing seeds am i doing plants or am i doing both some things like radishes and carrots are going to do better from seed because they're root vegetables other things you might want to get a jump start on and buy big healthy plants like tomatoes at the store um, particularly if you're not concerned about whether or not yours are an heirloom variety or not um, you may want to branch out this year and try growing heirloom variety tomatoes and those would need to be from seed so you're going to have to start earlier and that's again why it's a great idea to know your zone because there are guides available online that will give you a chart and say for this type of vegetable you need to sow a seed on this day or you need to start a seed inside and then on this day you can put it out in the ground or on this day you plant a seedling and then on this day you should be able to harvest it and so those are super super helpful um, again, you can go to Baker's Creek um, website and they have Clyde's Garden Planner, which is a little slide type thing that gives you that. Um, if you'll go to my fall 2020 highlights on Instagram, I have a little video of, of how you use that. And that's a super helpful way to always know what to plant and when to plant it and when to expect a harvest from it. So you need to know if you're doing seeds or if you're doing plants or if you're doing a combination of the two and that will help you to figure out when you need to start your garden whether it's um, starting seeds inside direct sowing seeds outside um, or whether you're planting plants directly into the ground after your last frost date so once you know what kinds of things you're going to be planting as far as plants or seeds then you need to think about what do you like to eat and what do you like to grow and these are very important because you need to know what it is that's a priority for you there's a ton of cool stuff out there to grow but you need to figure out what the most important things are to you for example i love 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 summer squash and zucchini I could eat it all the time I think it's amazing and it's it's yummy it's really healthy I love it I would eat it all the time however none of my girls like to eat it and whenever I grow it I run into significant pest issues and powdery mildew and it branches off and takes up a bunch of space in my garden and I can get it in abundance fairly cheaply where I live so I elect 
not to grow squash and zucchini. Even though I really love it to eat, I don't really love growing it. And so that would be something that would be off my list for growing. However, um, something like beets... Beets are super easy to grow. They're harder to find here. They're really, really healthy, but my family's not going to eat them. So every time I have bought them, even from a farmer's market or things like that, um, I've ended up having to throw them out because they've gone bad and we haven't eaten them. So I know that about my family. So beets would not be something I would want to grow. However, we love cucumbers. We will eat cucumbers in salad. We will make pickles from cucumbers. We will just eat and eat pickles and cucumbers all year long and not get sick of them. So definitely I want to grow cucumbers and I want to grow lots of them. So you need to think about what are the things you definitely want to, to eat and what are the things you definitely don't want to deal with growing and which ones do you love to grow and do you like to eat those things. And make sure that you're growing food that you're going to use. And that you're growing food that you enjoy growing. Because this garden is for you. And this garden is a huge mental health boost. And so you want it to be a pleasurable thing. So make sure you're growing things you like to eat and things you like to grow. We say yes to tomatoes and cucumbers and salad greens. Those are non-negotiables. We're going to grow those every year without fail everything else is kind of subject to whatever our other goals are for the year next question you need to ask yourself where am I going to garden you need to know how much space you have and you need to know what type of gardening you're doing are you working in containers on your patio do you have raised beds in the backyard are you doing an in-ground garden excuse me do you have an allotment at your community garden all of those things factor into what you're going to be able to grow do you have access to trellises are the things you're growing going to need trellises Um, those types of things where is your garden going to be and again you need to make sure that light is factored into that equation where's the best sunlight do your plants need sun or shade those types of things so think about where you're going to garden the next thing that we need to think about is what am I going to do with what I grow obviously you're going to eat it I hope that that was way back in the second question that we're asking ourselves but once you've harvested it how how do you best like to eat that food Do you like to only eat it fresh? Is it okay if it's frozen and then then eaten? Is it okay if you can it and then eat it? Are you willing to can food? Are you really, really hoping that just what comes out of the garden is eaten fresh as it comes in? Are you planting enough of it that you can eat it fresh? For example, I love okra and y'all saw my okra forest last year part of the problem was because it was so so big the plant was putting so much energy into producing that plant and keeping it alive that it produced very few pods so when I would get okra they immediately had to be sliced and put into the freezer 
because I, I never did accumulate enough to use in one meal for five people, not in one harvest. So I would have to slice it and freeze it until I had enough. And then I had to use it in a way that I could use frozen okra. And sometimes you are more limited because it's frozen rather than fresh. And maybe you can't use it the same way. So think through how you're going to use it. If you're going to make tons and tons of tomatoes, what are you going to do with those tomatoes? You can eat a lot of them fresh. Um, For us this year, we definitely go through a lot of salsa. And last year, we wanted to make homegrown salsa. But I didn't realize that I also needed bell peppers and jalapenos. And so this year, I want to make sure that I grow tomatoes, jalapenos, bell peppers, and cilantro. So that I can make my own salsa. Um, we made tomato sauce for Mars last year. And what I learned was it takes a huge amount of tomatoes to make a very small amount of sauce. And really, the stuff that we make from scratch, from canned at the store, is just as good. So I would rather use the tomatoes for salsa and can that rather than using the tomatoes for tomato sauce. So think through those kinds of things. Are you willing to can it? Are you willing to dehydrate it? Are you willing to freeze it? Do you want to only eat it fresh? Are you may are you growing enough of it to be able to to have a, a full meal off of it when you go to pick it? If not, do you have a way of preserving it until you have enough for a full meal? And are you okay with that method of preservation? So The next thing that we want to think about is going back to our zone. What grows well here and what doesn't? You need to consider your climate and you need to consider the length of your growing season. Some people who live way up north are going to have a hard time growing things that take 120 days to reach maturity because maybe they don't have... 120 day growing cycle growing season that they can count on before frost comes and so maybe they're not able to grow that specific thing because it takes longer than their season allows um i am not going to be able to grow tropical fruit here in north carolina it's just not going to work it's not warm enough it doesn't stay warm enough it's not hot and humid enough even though i feel like it's hot and humid It's not a tropical enough of a climate and doesn't get enough rainfall and those types of things to sustain tropical-like food or something like avocado. You need a climate like California to grow avocado. So think through what grows well here and what doesn't. Think back through things you've had a lot of success with before and things that just really struggled And take that into consideration when you're planning what will be in your garden this year. And last but not least, the last question you want to ask yourself is, what would be fun to try? Last year, if you guys remember, I grew loofah gourds for the first time. That honestly was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I grew something really cool. And 
it was it was a lot of fun. It was a frivolous thing. It's not something we eat. Um, but I was able to take that loofah and dry it out and use it and make soap and give it to family and friends this year for Christmas. And everybody thought it was the neatest, coolest thing. And so I love to try things like that or um, the various gourds that they have at Thanksgiving and harvest time when you see all the different little varying small gourds and squashes that we use to decorate with. Maybe you want to grow a whole bunch of those just for fun so that you can put them all over your house for Thanksgiving and and fall decorations. Maybe you want to grow Chinese noodle beans that grow three feet long just because you think that's super cool. Um, This year I'm going to try growing birdhouse gourds. Um, Birdhouse gourds are something that my grandpa grew and made when I was growing up and so they kind of make me think of him and also I'm artistic and I think it would be really cool to grow those gourds and dry them out and paint them and put them outside and then watch the birds come. I love to watch birds. So birdhouse gourds are the way to go this year for me. That's my fun thing to try. Maybe for you, you want to grow something else. Um, It might be something that's frivolous like the loofah gourd or the birdhouse gourd or maybe it's something that's edible but it's a food you've never had before like the kajari melon that I grew last year. Um, I'm also thinking about growing cucamelons this year which is a little cucumber that has a lemony taste to it and it's it's about the size of a lima bean maybe a little bit fatter um, but about maybe about the size of an olive or so a large olive and it's a lemony cucumber and it looks like a tiny watermelon um, they make great pickles um, they're also called Mexican gherkins so that's something I'm excited to try just for the fun of it so find something fun these questions that we just went through are going to help you narrow down your list of what to grow and once you know what you want to grow then you need to find the seeds or the plants for the things you want to grow you can look for those online at seed stores like Baker's Creek or Haas Tools Um, you can go to your local farm store your local garden center and your local nursery and find the plants for the things that you want to buy keep in mind that the earlier you order seeds the better last year there was a shortage on seeds because of covid and the shutdown and everybody panic bought a whole bunch of seeds and this year the the shortage is expected to be just as bad or worse because there was so few of them to use last year to grow seeds for this year so be aware of that and figure out your order and go ahead and get that in as soon as you possibly can to make sure that you're going to get the varieties and the and the seeds that you really want after that um, be sure to amend your soil before you start growing check and see if you need to add um, any kind of nutrients or fertilizer compost manure anything like that you can take a soil sample and get a test done on it Um, if you'll go 
to your local extension office's website they usually will send them off in one big bulk order and you can include yours in that a lot of times they don't even charge you for it so um, go to your local extension office's website and find out that information and then last but not least you want to draw out your garden plot and decide what to plant where be sure to keep in mind what needs shade what needs space um, those kinds of things be sure to tuck in some marigolds and nasturtiums to help keep pests away and be sure to add some flowers to attract pollinators and just to make it pretty um, gardening is a lot about growing food and being sustainable, but it's also just an enjoyable thing. So don't make it all work. Make sure that there's fun things. Make sure there's, there's beautiful things so that it's a source of enjoyment because that is just as important as the food that you're growing. So this week, share your garden plans with me. Hop on to Instagram and send me a message or tag me in your photos and show me what you're planning to grow this year. I'd love to hear from you. I would love to see what you're growing in your garden. Next week, we're going to start on Chickens 101 series with what you need to get started. So if you're a wannabe chicken mama, you're really going to want to tune in to that episode. See you next week. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted. <laughs>